I'm Sam Cartina, owner of Nourish Lift Repeat. And I'm Caitlin Allen, owner of Self Love Nutritionist. We are both registered dietitians on a mission to empower women to find food freedom and self-love. We are so excited for you to join us today on the Self-Love Hour podcast. On this episode of the Self-Love Hour, we're going to be talking about all the ways to ditch that scale. We're going to be talking about... um, you know, why are we so obsessed with the scale? We're going to also talk about tools and methods to ditch that scale and then other techniques that you can use to focus on besides the scale. I can't talk about it enough. I just, people ask me all the time, like, how do I get rid of the scale? What do I do? And it's like, I love talking about this. This is, this is such <laughs> a big step. Yeah. This is just yeah. such a big step moving forward and separating yourself from diet culture and stop obsessing over a number or just let yourself tune into your body as opposed to this, you know, arbitrary number on the scale. Mm -hmm. And this is such important work to be done. And I know it's not easy for everyone to just throw it away. So in this episode, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about, you know, what it is that we feel about the scale and and how do we reflect on that and move forward Mm -hmm. if, you know, when we decide to throw away that scale. And I hope all of you eventually get to that point where you're just like, it's gone. And you will feel so much better about yourself, not like having your worth dictated by what number shows up. You know, you can actually listen to your body, actually focus on things that matter. So yeah, let's jump right in. So I think before we get into it, I think it helps to just talk about our own relationships with the scale and kind of what has led us to um, realize that it's not working for us. So Caitlin, tell me about your relationship with the scale. So for me, I when I was back in my bodybuilding days, I definitely would weigh myself probably two times a day and just like waiting and waiting for that number to, to change. And you know, when I saw a number that was maybe slightly higher than what I was the day before, I would freak out. It was just a really poor relationship. Um, But then once I became vegan, I actually stopped weighing myself then. I'm not really sure why I stopped. I just kind of stopped. And I, I mean, now I never weigh myself ever. So that's kind of been like my journey. But what about you? Yeah, definitely. For me, I kind of had that relationship too, where when I was, I mean, for like the longest time, actually, since like college, obsessed with my number on the scale, I thought that I had to be right within that ideal body weight number, right? Mm, like for your yes. height and your mm-hmm. weights, you have this ideal body weight that, that you know, I thought that was- I know it was like linked to my health. It was linked to my happiness. It was linked to everything. This is my number because it's, that's my belief at the time. So I was so obsessed to, you know, I've always been in a smaller body. I'm five foot three. I'm always, I've always been short. So I thought that like, this is, I have to hit this. This is one thing Mm -hmm. I can control. So I would always weigh myself and then constantly first thing in the morning tried to like hope and pray that this number is what I want to see. And when it wasn't, I was so upset and frustrated. Mm -hmm. Nothing fit that day. Nothing, you know, just 
made sense to eat. I was like, nothing, I don't want to eat. I don't deserve to eat. I need to exercise harder. I need to do more things. What am I doing wrong? Blame myself for that number and not being the number I wanted to see. And even when it was that number, it never felt good enough. It never felt like it was mm-hmm. enough for me to be done and, and to feel like, oh, I'm at that number. Now I feel like a different person. And I'm happy. Like that never happens. That yeah. Never like you think, you think once you achieve that number, like you're just going to feel so much better about yourself. But then once that number hits, you're like, well, it could be less. Like, it's like nothing happened. Driving. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. My viewpoints never change. My thoughts and opinions. I still look at my body the same way. Nothing changed. Mm-hmm. And so that's at that point, I realized that I need to stop looking at this number because I don't want to keep feeling like crap every day. I don't want to keep feeling yeah. the shame and punishment around my body and, and treating it this way. So eventually as I got angry at the scale, honestly, like, and I, I just, stop stepping on it. And when I would go to the doctor's office, I'd be like, don't tell me when I would see the scale at people's houses, I wouldn't step on it, you know, at the gym. No, forget about it. I just made it a point that I would not disrespect my, myself like that again. Yeah, definitely. And then, and now that you don't weigh yourself, do you feel like you have just a much better relationship with, I guess, like how you feel as opposed to just focusing on that number? Yeah, I, I get asked that a lot. People ask me like, hey, did, well, did you gain weight in this experience? And I'm like, I probably, but I don't know what my weight is. And that mm-hmm. to me doesn't yeah. matter. And as my body did change and things, I learned how to allow myself to buy different clothes and how to care for myself on those days where I'm not feeling as comfortable or confident in my body. And, and that is really how I could take something I don't is discomfort that's temporary and I can make it into something you know more positive as opposed mm-hmm. to like stepping on that scale where I know that would just send me into a spiral so it's like still sticking to not weighing myself I don't need to know that number yeah definitely and I think you know that's why we always say like your body image isn't improved by losing weight it's improved by working on yourself internally because you know just like Sam said like that number that she saw that she was hoping for once she achieved it, she still felt like crap, you know, like it, the way you feel about yourself just is not fixed by external things. It's fixed by working on yourself internally. Absolutely. And it's not to say that if I did gain weight or if any, if anybody gains weight in this process, that you can't be healthy anymore. If you're mm-hmm. not at a certain yeah. number, it's like you could still be a very healthy person engaging in healthy thoughts and behaviors and treating yourself with respect and care every single day, you know, still having that confidence in your skin and not be so tied to this number on the scale. Like those things are, they don't, they're not related. The number on the scale and happiness and success and health are not related. And I wish that we could just like drill that into everybody's brain because it's been you know, told, told by, told to us by every single person since we were young that your weight determines your health when that just is not the case at all. So it's time to get angry at the scale, break up the scale, just let Mm -hmm. it go. And let's, let's talk about it. Let's, let's help our listeners to listen in and, and kind of give them the insight that we had to to break up the scale, to let it go. 
So when you are kind of thinking about like, well, how the heck do I stop weighing myself? Like, how do I get to that point where I'm focusing on how I feel instead of that number? Like, we know it's scary. We both had plenty of clients who have expressed like how scary it is to let go of that number and kind of that control because the scale kind of makes you feel like you are controlling your body you have that control but that control is also coming with a lot of negatives and a lot of I guess like a detrimental impact to how you feel and how you perceive yourself so let's go into you know how we help our clients to move past the scale and just start focusing on how they feel as opposed to that number yeah, I can't tell you how it's terrifying the anticipation of letting go of the scale feels, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like once you do it and once you're able to move beyond it and focus on other things, it's so worth the freedom, the mental space and like just to get rid of that that negative thing that's on the floor in your bathroom, just let it go. Mm-hmm. So what I I usually walk my clients through this exercise that helps to reflect on how you felt the last time you stepped on the scale and really like listen into what you're thinking and how you're feeling um when you do step on the scale and after you see that number to really remind yourself that like is this even is this helpful to me is this serving me because it's probably not feel good about myself yeah right and and why would you want to continue to do something that doesn't make you feel good and, and is you know, not helping you, it's not serving you. So we're, we're here to help you and remind you that the scale is not one of those things that will be serving you or you don't need in your journey to food freedom. Mm-hmm, so definitely. we want you to think back to the last time you stepped on the scale. I want you to think, you know, how are you feeling? Um, were there any thoughts beforehand, any like hopes or aspirations you were having that were you know, in your head that when you stepped on the scale, this would X, Y, and Z would happen. You know, what were your thoughts? Were you feeling nervous, anxious? Maybe you were sad, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to step on the scale again. Maybe you were frustrated mm-hmm. that, you know, the stupid thing that it's not going to tell me what I want to, what I want to see. So really get clear with that. Like how, like picture yourself, if it was yesterday or earlier today, when that was and how you felt and what thoughts crossed your mind were you envisioning like a particular number? Were you hoping to see that today or at a certain time after you did something or ate something? So really getting clear on what was happening beforehand. Yeah. And I think just like building that self-awareness, awareness of your thoughts, awareness of like the emotions that come up, that is really, really beneficial to kind of help you shift that narrative in your head of what you need to do in order to be healthy or whatever. Um, So also journaling this kind of experience is really great too, to kind of get your thoughts on paper, exactly how you're feeling and um, like process it a little bit. Oh yeah. That's so powerful right there. It's like, you can think about it in your head or really just writing it out is a whole different level of just self-awareness. Mm-hmm, I love it. That's, um, so now that you're thinking back or, or journaling back on what you were thinking and feeling before you step on the scale, 
I want you now to think about what happened right in that moment when you saw that number. What thoughts, what emotions, you know, what reactions, you know, crossed your mind when you saw it and get really, again, detailed with, you know, how you were feeling, like name a particular feeling, recall a particular thoughts, um, what were said, what, what was felt in that moment. Yeah, I think that's perfect. And then afterwards, you know, after you stepped off that scale, what did you do? Did you decide that, you know, if it was something you wanted to see on the, on the scale, did you decide that what you're doing is working, that um, maybe you rewarded yourself um, in a certain way, maybe about food or what you did that day or any, usually it, it we would like to reward ourselves with most commonly is, is food. And um, mm -hmm. was that true? Did you do something like that? Did you say, well, now I can eat, you know, X, Y, and Z today because the scale went down or it's a number I wanted to see. Did you change, um, you know, how you moved your body that day? If it wasn't a number that you wanted to see, did you uh, over, did you over exercise? Did you exercise harder or force yourself to exercise when your body really needed rest? Um, did you wear something differently or did you view yourself differently every time you saw yourself in the mirror when you were body checking or, or just looking at yourself, um, trying on clothes and how did that feel to you? Did it change what you wore, or, you know, what you allowed yourself um, to wear that day? Did it affect, you know, what you did the rest of the day? Did you feel like you had, you know, motivation to do the rest of the things you had planned? Or did you feel like just crawling in bed and not doing anything? Um, did you, you know, not a lot of people take photos of you? What happened as a result um, afterwards is really important to like pay attention to because all of these changes in your life or possibly created because of this number all of maybe if it was a negative or even a positive but that was all a result of doing it as a result of this number on the scale and not necessarily what your body needed or what you needed that day or what made you feel good if it was kind of like a negative it could have been a negative or you know a rewarding type of experience so again just we really want to focus on just removing the association with your worthiness, your value with this number. You don't need to change what you do and how you view your body because of this number. That's why we are so passionate about saying, mm -hmm. get rid of the scale. We don't, I don't want you to spend another day, you know, at war with yourself or, or feeling less than because of this number. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, after you kind of process like how your behavior changed after, also thinking about like, okay, if I didn't weigh myself today, what, what would change about my life? You know, how would my morning look? How would that be different if I didn't step on the scale? You know, like, would you be able to wear clothes that you wanted to wear? Would you be able to move your body in a way that you actually enjoy instead of, you know, having to compensate for that number? Would you be able to go to a brunch with your friends and not feel like you can only order, I don't know, a salad or something? You know, visualizing how different that would be if you didn't have that scale kind of dictating the rest of your day. It's beautiful. Yeah, and, and envisioning that, that day, what that would feel like and how that would, what you would do differently. And, you know, that mm -hmm. is, it, it could be that way. You could have that free, that freedom. You don't have to feel 
so attached to the scale and let it dictate what you do and how you move your body. That those are great reflections. And also just kind of making sure that you think about how you feel too, like how you would feel, you know, would you feel like happy in your life? Would you feel like you have more confidence? Would you feel like you could think about other things besides food in your body? You know, there's all sorts of benefits to when you're not, when you don't have the, sc the scale dictating your choices. So just also thinking about how that would make you feel is really important. Yeah, yeah. Um, just kind of thinking back to what helped me to get angry at the scale and, and kind of give you guys some more tools and uh, methods to help you, you know, once you've done the exercises to decide that, you know, this is time and I, I need to get rid of the scale, but what can I do? I'm not ready yet. I'm too scared or I don't know what this is going to be like. I don't like not having control. So what really helped me is, like I said, I got angry because then I realized that it wasn't serving me and it was you know, kind of ruining my life. But um, I wrote a breakup letter to the scale. I did a post on this like a little bit ago, um, but I wrote a breakup letter to the scale. I told the scale like, it's not working. This isn't a healthy relationship and it's time to be done. And that really just helped me to write it down on, on paper how I was feeling and, you know, what I needed and, and allow myself mm -hmm. that realization of like writing out that this is what I deserve. I deserve better. Felt so good and reassuring that the scene on paper. Yeah. And you know, like don't underestimate the power of writing things down and processing how you feel by writing it down. It truly is so therapeutic especially if you're kind of on this journey by yourself and you maybe are not working with a dietitian or a therapist. Um, yeah, this is a great way to process how you feel. Yeah. Um, maybe reflect too um, when you're journaling, what can you do um, to maybe weigh yourself less? Mm -hmm. Maybe if you're weighing yourself a few times a day, what can you do then to weigh yourself maybe once a day? Kind of go down from there, maybe once every other day maybe you know three times a week and two times a week one time a week until eventually not at all kind of weaning yourself down that way and also still reflecting on how you're feeling and how you last felt when you step on the scale too and all that envisioning what your life would be like all those same uh, exercises on top of that would be really helpful too if you feel like that's mm -hmm. just too much to ask right now and you know, maybe when you have that urge to step on the scale, kind of thinking about what is a self-care activity that you could do instead of stepping on that scale, like kind of waiting for that urge to do it to pass, because those feelings, they probably will pass, but you have to do something in between to, you know, get your mind out of that space. So, you know, I think of things like listening to a podcast while you're walking or taking a shower or listening to a headspace meditation app or um can you think of anything else i mean take a like i said take a bubble bath you can get go get a mani pedi you can go mm, yeah. um I, I mean anything dance around your living room put on your favorite song you yes, can call up a good. friend and just 
talk to somebody else, call the loved one, go play with your fur baby. If you have a cat or a dog at home or any animal at home, go play with them and give them some, you know, love and calm yourself that way too by petting an animal. So therapeutic. Yeah, definitely. Just having that like little game plan to have ready for when you have the, that kind of urge to slowly wean yourself away from the skill. Yeah. And what also, else do you suggest? Mm-hmm. Also um, reflecting on, you know, your kind of internalized weight stigma and fat phobia is really, really important. So um, weight stigma, this is when we kind of attribute negative beliefs about someone based on their weight. So this would be like looking at someone in a larger body and assuming that they're unhealthy or assuming that they're lazy when those assumptions just aren't true, but our culture kind of emphasizes that, I guess. And also kind of like your fear of gaining weight really, really delving into your beliefs about not only yourself, but other people who are in a larger body. You know, so like, what do you think about your life will change if you gain weight? How do you think people will react to you if you gain weight? And just challenging those beliefs and ideas that you have so that you can move past that. Love it. That's a really, really powerful thing to reflect on and to really get clear on your viewpoints. I mean, and personally, of how you feel, you know, why, what are you hoping that your weight or your, you know, the scale of number is going to bring to you and bring to your life and really challenge that if you were in a larger body or to say that both people are in larger bodies, that they don't deserve that same, you know, happiness, health, success, um, that, that is just, you know, not true right? Or love or care. It's just not true. Mm -hmm. So really challenging those beliefs and um, how you associate the two and and really question, like, where did you receive this message? Is this something that you've experienced? Like really get clear with that. Mm -hmm. I think also like having self-compassion with yourself um, Mm -hmm. because maybe you do have a negative thought, but you think to yourself, gosh, like I should not think that. Having self-compassion to, you know, these topics are hard. So having self-compassion to know that you are on your own journey, that you are working through these issues and it's okay to be where you're at right now. It's just about moving forward and just continuously challenging your beliefs. Beautiful. Self-compassion is so important. So important. Mm -hmm. So those are three of our favorite tools and methods to use that really help our clients to ditch the scale and move forward on their journey to food freedom and and self-love because they are just ready to start listening to their bodies and not obsessing over that that number and stepping on that scale every day. That's time free from their day now that they they can focus Mm -hmm. in on honoring what they need and and be more um, present in their body and and not focus on that the diet culture messages and fears around uh, their weight. So you know, think now about what? all of the things that you can do and all the mental space you'll have when it's not just filled with stepping on the scale, telling yourself you're not good enough, continuously thinking about food in your body. Like how much, how much can you accomplish with how, like all of that, just like berating your head all the time. Exactly. 
So yeah, now oh. what? Not, what do you focus on now? If you're not, if you're not looking at the scale, if you're not like tracking a number every day, what are you working towards? Mm -hmm. What, what do you, what can you track for those, you know, those people that are wondering that are very goal oriented and focus on, um, you know, achieving things, what do they do now? So I definitely think your mood is like number one. So, you know, when you're thinking about, um, like how that scale has negatively impacted how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your life, um, when you're not stepping on that scale and you're just focusing on how you feel, how is that impacting your mood? You know, are you happier? Are you less irritated? Are you less anxious? Do you feel less depressed? You know, uh, like just being aware of those different emotions that are coming up. You know, our emotions will change from day to day, all day, every day. But just thinking about like an average, like are you averagely more happier with your life? Or are you averagely, you know, more depressed? Just something like that. Yeah, mood is a great thing to track is, you know, how is this impacting me? And how am I feeling right now? And, and, and understanding like, what that looks like. And, you know, hopefully that, you know, kind of helps boost your mood, because it's, you know, one last thing that you know makes you anxious or worried about every single day. It's another, you know, mm -hmm. part of your day that you're maybe not looking forward to that's kind of gone now. So hopefully that does ease your, your, you know, anxiety or fear or any um, negative thoughts that you might be having or feelings. Um, energy is the big one. So mm -hmm. you can track your yeah. energy. How are you feeling? You know, did you sleep well last night? Um, it just overall, how is your energy today? And, and, you know, what can you do? Maybe are you have enough energy to be more active today? Do you have less energy that you need to more rest? You know, rate how mm -hmm. your energy is. That's something very helpful and intuitive to track every single day. And then also like honoring where your energy levels are at. So, you know, if you didn't sleep well and you're like, gosh, but I should work out, quote unquote, should work out, um, you know, like honoring your body, like your body is telling you that it's tired and it needs to rest. And then respecting that instead of like beating yourself up because you're not exercising. Yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst, getting that not feeling guilty for not exercising and just knowing that you're honoring that like you're not obsessed now with that number on the scale to you know you're not trying to influence anything so really just focusing on allowing yourself that permission to rest and or to allow yourself to move if you you want to move you have the energy to move yeah definitely also I think tracking you know how is your digestive system like are you pooping frequently you know like, I oh, think yeah. that is a really good marker for how you are feeling because, you know, our digestive system can tell us a lot about how our insides are. So that's also a good indicator. Yeah, absolutely. That. I mean, as dietitians, we talk about poop a lot, but like, are you, <laughs> yeah, thinking, are you thinking about, yeah, are you thinking about, you know, how, how, when's the last time you had a bowel movement? How was it? Was it, you know? just really, is it, are you feeling bloated? Have you been constipated? What does your body need? And, you know, internally, maybe you need to drink more water, maybe less fiber, what's going on in it. But tracking that is another really healthy thing to do. And it's, I know it's sometimes it's stigmatized or like, oh, don't talk about poop. But like, that is a bodily function. It's a very normal thing to do. Yes. Women, men, everybody, everyone poops. Animals, we all do it. But it's just kidding. <laughs> Animals. <laughs> It's just getting comfortable and knowing that like that is a healthy thing to track. 
the weight yeah. on the scale is not a healthy thing to track. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we talked about like how the scale can kind of influence your emotions and how it can negatively impact your choices. And we gave you some awesome tools like a breakup letter, journaling, um, how to slowly decrease the amount of times you're weighing yourself every day, and then also reflecting on your kind of internalized weight stigma or fat phobia. Just And then we talked about how you can, um, other ways you can measure your success besides using the scale. Wonderful. Lots of great stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. I, we covered a lot today. I know there's a lot on uh, letting go of the scale. It's easier said than done, but hopefully with these strategies and these exercises, um, you can finally feel confident to get rid of that scale once and for all. Yeah, definitely. All right. So Sam, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at nourish.lift.repeat. Um, send me a DM. Let me know um, if you are resonating with any of this, that you need any help with um, kind of how to track without using the scale for like exercise and things like that. I would love to talk with you. Um, and Caitlin, where could everyone find you? And you can find me at self.love.nutritionist on Instagram. You can also send me a DM. You need anything. I always reply to them. So yeah. And feel free to comment below and to subscribe to our podcast because we'll be continuously releasing new episodes all the time and there's a lot more uh, good things to come.